Good afternoon. This is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County, welcoming you to the August 2023 edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture, our monthly interview show broadcast the second Monday of each month on WPKN 89.5 FM, bringing you news and information about the arts and culture across coastal Fairfield County. This month, we're turning the spotlight onto one of our member organizations, actually based in Hartford, but actively involved with communities around the state and increasingly so in Fairfield County. Rise Up for Arts started as a youth development organization, but once it has produced one mural project working with young people, murals and creative placemaking became a rapidly expanding key element of the organization. Today, Rise Up has completed over 100 mural and placemaking projects throughout Connecticut, working with dozens of local professional artists, partnering with hundreds of communities and organizations, and hosting thousands of volunteers each year to help create public art. We're very pleased to have Rise Up's Executive Director, Matt Conway, with us in the studio today. During the show, we'll be reaching out to several partners and artists with whom Rise Up has worked, and after an initial conversation with Matt, we'll focus on three communities where public art has been making a real difference to the tenor of our cities. In Stanford, we'll be talking with Mitchell Kidd, managing partner with the Well Built Company, sponsor and partner of several projects in Stanford, and then to artist Alyssa Siegel, who's been deeply involved with many Stanford mural projects, working especially with young people. In Norwalk, we'll welcome Mark Allen, member and past chair of the Norwalk Arts and Culture Commission, and to artist Lauren Clayton, winner of a contest for the first stages in the important Martin Luther King Jr. Corridor Arts Program, organized by the Commission, and uh, Lauren's project was completed last year. And in Bridgeport, we'll talk with artist John Paul O'Grodnick, an important artist nationally who, born in Bridgeport, has worked extensively in New York City, is now based in Milford, and has become an important figure in the world of public art in Bridgeport. So let's start with Matt Conway. Welcome, Matt. Yeah, thank you, David, for having me. You're more than welcome. Thank you for driving all the way from Hartford for this show. Tell us a little more about Rise Up and how it got started. I gather it had its roots in youth development programs. In yeah, absolutely. So our initial mission was to empower youth to be the catalyst that uplift and inspire their community. And so we were doing that through youth development work, after school programs with uh, high school and middle school kids in Hartford. Big part of that program was community service. And so hmm. in, in 2016, the youth in the program wanted to do a mural in ah, Hartford. So it came uh, from them. It That's did. Great. 100% yeah. came from them. Uh -huh. uh, there was a, a wall that was tagged up in downtown Hartford. First... Uh, you know, first wall you see when you get off the highway, and um, that's the wall they wanted to, to do. Huh. So um, <laughs> that that kicked it all off. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. So how did you get involved? Um, what What's your background that yeah. plugged you into this? Yeah, so my, my background is in finance, corporate America, uh -huh. project management. 
Um, so when I was at UConn as an undergrad, I uh, ran Huskython, which is the largest student-run philanthropy in Connecticut. Huh. Um, and so while I was running that as a student, I really had an affinity for giving back. Like I, hmm. I knew I couldn't just take my finance degree and and just go work at you know GE Capital where my yeah. you know job was lined up. Um, so I was seeking other ways to to get involved outside of the the corporate world. And I uh, ended up running a summer uh, youth employment program in Hartford before I started at GE. And um, that summer youth employment program, we repainted the entire first and second floor of Weaver High School. Uh Um, The students got to learn how to paint. The students got money in their pocket. Um, Students that were behind on credit got to make up credit and and graduate that summer. Uh, So overall, it was just a a really great thing to be a part of. Yeah. Um, and there was, but you know, working in inner in an inner city school, I, I under realized the uh, gaps um, in mm. support for these students versus, you know, going twenty minutes up the road uh, to the public high school I went to was every resource you could imagine, you uh, know, was at right, your fingertips. Right. Um, so after that summer program, I was like, I, I need to do something. Um, right, right. so I called up a, a couple of my uh, friends that I went to UConn with, um, and we started a mentoring program. Um, mentoring program was based on support, access, and service. So support was one-to-one mentoring, giving these kids, you know, opportunities and connecting them with, you know, networks of people that, you know, we, we had, because of the zip code, you know, right. that we grew up right. in. Uh-huh. Um, wow. so, support access was uh, um, access to different companies, different job opportunities, different college opportunities. Wow. So we did a lot of college tours. Um, we'd go to New York, Boston. We'd visit companies there, uh, took them to Wall Street, took them to Harvard, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and so then, equity is really a huge. Key that, that's, yeah. that's what it's all founded on. Um, and, and even our murals to this day are still grounded in equity mm-hmm. and grounded in, uh, you know, building up the, the local artists, the local youth and the local economy uh, in each of the cities. So you're based in Hartford, but you work around the state. Can you give us a couple of your favorite examples of the work that you've done and the pro- and the difference they've made to the community. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we believe public art is local. So when when we're doing public art, we're not looking to just come into a, a city with artists from outside that city and, and paint a mural. Hmm. Um, so what we've done is built localized kind of infrastructure and programs huh. in different parts of the state where we have local teams now kind of running charge. So Stanford Murals is a, a great example of that where we have uh, truly a local team in, in Fairfield County now uh, running point on a lot of these projects from the youth development to the mm. also commercial projects. So Stanford is uh, one of my um, one of my other kind of special places because uh-huh. I've lived here. <laughs> um, this is a, a kind of another home right after college. I, I lived down in Fairfield County when I was working oh, really? for GE. Oh, uh-huh. um, some of my board members are from Stanford. Uh, so between Hartford and Stanford, it's yeah. kind of like, you know, that's where my heart is. Um, <laughs> and a lot of traveling, yes. I, I, yeah. I guess, too. Um, so one project that just caught the attention of many news outlets is the um, Reawakening Wonder, the recently completed 18-story high yes. mural in Hartford with the artist Michael Rice, the tallest in the Northeast. What was your yeah. role 
there. Um, maybe that you can take that as an example of how you work yeah, with partners. That's a perfect example. So this project uh, started about two years ago. Um, Shelbourne, who's one of the largest landlords in Hartford, uh, they own pretty much most of Class A downtown real estate. Um, they had hired us for a small project. Um, they bought a, uh, a parking garage. The parking garage is unsafe, dilapidated, so they needed to put up some boards to keep people out. We we painted those boards with Ben Keller, uh, the artist uh -huh. Ben Keller. Temporary project. Um, but there's a, a this 18-story uh, building in downtown Hartford, and every artist under, you know, that's driven by it is like, that needs a mural. So, um, as soon as I saw that Shelbourne purchased that building, um, I reached out to them within, huh. you know, 24 hours, I think. And I huh. said, we need to put a, a mural on the new building you bought. No, no previous contact. You just call them. Yeah. Just, just reach out to cold. them. Yeah. Um, the previous contact was they, we were a, a client of theirs. So they, okay. they were a client of ours already. Okay. So we did that small project for them. Oh, Right, of course. Um, yeah. And, you know, he asked how much it's going to cost. And obviously when I responded with how much it would cost, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think people understand the all the different nuances that go into these projects um, and the, how long it takes an artist to actually complete it. Um, so they, uh, when I, you know, told them how much it was going to cost, he, uh, you know, they committed 50% right out the gate, which mm -hmm. was incredible. Um, most, Can you tell us how much that was? Yeah, $50,000. Well, uh, so yeah. a little less than 50%. Yeah. Uh, it was a $120,000 project. Mm -hmm. um, and they essentially, you know, he said, gave me a deposit and said, all right, you know, it's on you now. <laughs> go, go get the rest. Uh, uh -huh. But you got the wall, you know, yeah. you got it going. Yeah. Um, so we worked with a couple artists, submitted a couple sketches, um, and they approved Mike Rice as the artist, but we still needed to raise the rest of the money. Um, so over the past about year, I've been running around trying to raise the funds. Um, Roberts Foundation is a previous funder of ours. They came in uh, at a good chunk of funding. Um, and then the Greater Hartford Arts Council just received a million dollars in ARPA funding for public art, placemaking, and events throughout Hartford. Um, and yeah. I was hired to be a, a public art fellow to help uh, manage that program. Um, so basically you had the project yes. and uh, sort of fit into Correct. Hartford yeah. Arts Council's You, you got it. Plan. So I went to yeah. them and I said, hey, we need another <laughs> 50 grand uh, to make this happen. This is going to be the tallest mural, you know, in New England. This yeah. is going to kick off Hartford Creates, you know, in a magical way. Yeah, they went to their board, board voted, approved. Um, so we got the remaining funds that we needed. And after that, we went through a couple more iterations of sketches and designs um, and started lining up all the work from the swing staging. Uh, we had to get special insurance for this as well because it's, you know, so high up. Um, yeah. yeah, just all the logistical pieces, you know, we had to, there's so many nuances. Like we had hmm. to actually install new plugs because the new plugs at the apartment building, because the lift uses plugs that, uh, dryers use, not regular, oh. you know, plugs. So yeah. here we are getting ready to plug in <laughs> and start and yeah. we don't have an outlet that, oh, that works. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm running to the electrical store, getting the right outlets <laughs> and, um, you know, the, we're, we're here as an organization to help, you know, 
get those projects and, and work through those nuances right, to, right. to make sure that these projects are executed yeah. in a professional and, and high quality way. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, um, I noticed that a number of, oh, so just tell us yeah. what the mural is. What is it, what yeah, is it a yeah. so, painting of? So the, the mural is uh, really meant to evoke uh, emotions of joy and wonder and nostalgia and you know, really help people see towards the future of what can be not only in Hartford, but in, in Connecticut and, mm-hmm. and coming out of the couple of years that we've had. Um, and it's featuring a local boy, uh, a boy with autism from East Hartford, uh, town next door. And he's opening up a, a jar of fireflies and mm-hmm. the fireflies are coming uh-huh. out of the jar and expanding in the mural. Fantastic. Um, so mm-hmm. really cool. And we're also exploring some lighting and, and possibly making the fireflies spark a little wow. bit. Yeah. Uh, so come, some cool things down the road. So I noticed that um, from your website, a number of murals um, have inspirational leaders. Uh, inspiration is obviously a key yeah. function. Do you have a say in the theme of the murals that you work on? So sometimes, yes, sometimes it's communities outreaching to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have a, a, a series called the MLK 39 Racial Equity Mural Tour. Um, so that tour is more focused around like all those heroes you see. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the, the series of 39 murals across the state, uh, one for every year of Martin Luther King's life. And those murals are meant to represent local and uh, national okay. heroes. How many in, of those have been done? We've completed 17 of them okay. so far. Yeah. So the call is out. Yes, for, the call is out. What, yeah. eight, 19, 20 more yeah, balls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, that's great. Now, it seems to me that um, Rise Up for Arts is a one-stop shop for all things public art. You find project locations, negotiate, negotiate with municipalities and building owners. You raise the money needed. You train artists. You orchestrate the mural painting itself. Is that... Have I left anything out? That's yeah, and a fair you know, assessment. Our, our, our big core still is like that community impact piece. So community engagement, community development, you know, always figuring out how, you know, who else locally can we involve? Uh, and we run a lot of after school programs and in school programs as well. Um, but yeah, my, my goal with Rise Up was essentially to let artists do what they do best right. and, mm. you know, we'll handle kind of the, the other piece um, so we can make these projects happen and really create a, a public art ecosystem here in Connecticut. That's pretty amazing. Now, if there are any municipal leaders or building owners listening out there who might be interested in speaking with you about developing mural projects, how would they best get in touch with you? Yeah, we, uh, we read on our website, theriseupgroup.org, hit the project request button right up top. Oh, right. There's a simple form that fills out. And then once you fill that form out, it'll take you to a, a calendar to schedule a discovery call. That easy. <laughs> um, wow. So yeah. tell us that uh, uh, URL again. Yep, www.theriseupgroup.org. And the, the project Yep. O-R-G. Okay. Pro- project request link right at the top. Fantastic. Well, we'll be back after this very short break.
If you're just joining us, this is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County and our August 2023 edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture, a monthly interview show on WPKN 89.5 FM. Our program today, Rise Up for Arts and Public Art Murals in Connecticut, examines the work of this cultural nonprofit based in Hartford and working collaboratively around the state to organize public art murals that make a difference to communities large and small. Our guests today are Matt Conway, Executive Director of Rise Up for Arts, and several partners in our region. These include in Stamford, Mitchell Kidd, managing partner of the Wellbuilt Company, sponsor of several Rise Up projects, and artist Alyssa Siegel. In Norwalk, Mark Allen with the Norwalk Arts and Culture Commission, and artist Lauren Clayton, and in Bridgeport, artist John Paul O'Grodnick. So, staying with Matt for a bit, Matt, as we've said, while Rise Up is based in Hartford, you do much of your work with hundreds of communities across the state. And I want now to turn to some of the work you've been doing in our backyard, Fairfield County, focusing on Stamford, Norwalk and Bridgeport. So let's talk first about Stamford. Can you give us a brief, very broad brushstroke of your work in Stamford? You mentioned that uh, you you have connections in Stamford, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, have connections. Uh, you know, roots a little bit in Stamford. Um, but during COVID, uh, as public art was really starting to pick up traction around the state, um, I got a phone call from Alyssa Siegel, or I think an email from Alyssa, uh, and so she was running an after school program at a charter school in Stamford really connected with the youth and it was a, a art program the charter school shut down um so she was you know devastated because mm. she still wanted to work yeah. with these kids and the kids mm-hmm. still wanted to, to do art um so out of you know trying to figure out what to do with them she googled found rise up um gave me a phone call and honestly the the rest is history we've done you know half a dozen projects with Alyssa and now other artists and we have youth programming with boys and girls club and uh, right tech and a whole lot of other stuff. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So one of your partners is the real estate development, construction and asset management company, Wellbuilt. And we're lucky to have Mitchell Kidd, a managing partner at Wellbuilt with us on the phone today. So welcome, Mitch. Hi, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, thank um, you very I'm much. Nice. Hi, David. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, can you tell us first a little bit about your company, Wellbuilt, and what it does? Sure. Um, I think you touched on it a little bit there. Wellbuilt Company, we're a vertically integrated real estate construction development and asset management firm based in Stanford, Connecticut. Essentially, we're a developer and landlord of commercial and residential properties. And you're in actually many cities, is that right? We are. We are mainly based in in Connecticut, uh, but are expanding um, to New York, Port Chester, Greenwich, up the line in, in Norwalk, and we're looking at some, uh, some projects in Bridgeport. So, yeah, oh, constantly fantastic. looking for new opportunities. So, we'll look out for well-built in our in our yeah. region. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, you personally, as well as the company at large, seem to have a great interest and belief in the power of public art. Can you tell us how that started and what value you see in these public murals? Yeah, of course. No, look, uh, myself and, uh, and, and my company are a huge advocate for public art. Um, look, I think first of all, public art, what's great about it is that it's accessible to everyone. It's mm-hmm. a great way to enliven a space, and activate an unused space and safely 
bring people together. Um, that was probably more so evident during COVID, uh, yes. where art galleries were were shut down. Um, people couldn't go along to exhibit or, or go to school and practice their, their profession. So I think um, the murals on the side of buildings and, and public art and place making um, was an opportunity for people to get out and, and safely um, participate. Can you give us an example of one of the projects and what its impact has been? Yeah, sure. We've done several murals now. Um and a few of them with Rise Up Group. Uh, we have a we have a large sixty uh, foot mural oh. in Stanford, Connecticut, near the Stanford Hospital, which we created during COVID, actually. And like during that um, period, uh, with everything shut down, we thought that this was a great way to do some public art, uh, allow people in the neighbourhood to, to come and view it, get involved. Um, and it was a great way just to enliven the space, this empty space on the side of the building. It right. actually um, activated it, made the uh, got a lot more foot traffic huh. to the area. Really? Um, uh-huh. Instilled a lot of civic pride in the community in that area. And uh, one of the byproducts of it is that other landlords took notice. Um, <laughs> now the community members, and we've actually noticed that um, the area is getting a lot more attention from, from the city. It's getting a lot more foot traffic and landlords and businesses are starting to clean up their buildings, take a bit more pride in the area. That's fantastic. That's a wonderful testimony about the, the, the power of these public, uh, public mm-hmm. art projects. Um, anything in the future um, that you're planning? We do. We've got several projects, actually, oh. um, in which we're working on with, with Rise Up Group and, and Matt and his colleagues. We have a building under construction in Stanford at the moment. It's a multifamily development on the east side of Stanford, located um, very close to the I-95. And we have some spaces um, in the surrounding area there underneath the I-95 and as Mm -hmm. well as on our building that we'd like to activate and pursue um, some art installations and, and Matt and the Rise Up group are helping us facilitate that. Now, the, the area underneath the, the I-95 um, is a particular project that uh, that we're focusing on because at the moment it's, it's unused state property, so it will require um, a lot of project management uh-huh. um, to right. bring the city and the state and the local community together um, oh. to see it through. And that's something that we see that Rise Up Group has um, the experience in doing. That's fantastic. Well, we'll certainly keep in touch with you and with Matt to, um, about the, the uh, progress of that project. Well, thank you so much, um, <laughs> Mitch. Sorry, this is so short, but um, it's wonderful, wonderful testimony. Um, so um, one of the artists who's worked, as you've heard, on several public art projects in Stanford is Cultural Alliance member artist Alyssa Siegel. Um, who's been working with Rise Up for quite a while. Alyssa, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, David. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, tell us how you first got involved in mural painting. Um, It was through working with the charter school, is that right? Uh, Actually, um, probably... 
20 plus years ago, um, <laughs> I did a lot of mural work. I yeah. was living in Manhattan and I worked for a commercial mural house and oh. uh-huh. um, I worked with uh, Sobro, a development group in the Bronx to do some community mural work there. Um, but it was uh, once um, COVID happened and the shutdown that I, that I really began to work um, almost mm. exclusively in murals. Um, so during the shutdown, um, I was asked to paint a 110-foot mural at Stanford Hospital's Bennett Cancer Center. Mm. Um, there was just a long gray walkway leading to the center, and they wanted to make it more welcoming. Um, and uh, so I researched local healing and medicinal flowers, and I painted them really large, huh. uh, floating through the air. And I put a big cherry tree at the entry uh, to the facility. Um, And that was really, uh, for me, a turning point, uh, just being able to see how the art uplifted people and impacted them, even in really challenging times. Um, While I worked, I met so many people who shared their reactions and special memories sparked by the work. Um, And they were were really powerful conversations, and they've stayed with me. Um, I saw that the joy my art brings to me could be shared in a powerful way by working publicly. Um, and also public art, making public art that anyone can see and enjoy is a way that I have available to me to act on um, what a painfully unjust and inequitable society we live in. Mm. Uh, You know, it's something Mm. I can actually do. So it's been fantastic. And (laughs) meeting Matt and um, also Mitch and the people at WellBuilt has it's all come together so beautifully um, to allow us to put up a lot of art and create a lot of public programming. So Stamford Murals now is a is a thing. It's like a a cell of uh, of Rise Up in Stamford, which you um, run or... Yeah, so when I finished the hospital mural, I actually had a bunch of leftover paint, and uh, I contacted a couple of those students that Matt mentioned uh-huh. uh, at the beginning from Trailblazers Academy um, to see if they wanted to work with me. Um, and so all during the shutdown, uh, the three of us met, and we learned about public art, and we designed a mural. Um, and, uh, and while this was happening, um, I looked around online, as Matt described, and located him. Um, and once we got on the phone together, we realized that we both were really passionate about public art and youth mentoring. Um, mm. And that led to the formation of Stanford Murals, which is a project of Rise Up. Um, and so those two students are actually um, artists with Stanford Murals now. Uh, they're helping us plan a big immersive arts festival uh, that's happening September 24th in Mill River. Well Built has partnered with us for that. This year? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in off main. Yeah, uh, just a few weeks' time. Yeah. September, <laughs> way too yeah. quick coming September up. September yeah. 24th. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. So, yeah. In, yeah, in Mill River. Amazing. Mill River Park in Stanford. Yeah, we're going to have live muralists and, um, you know, immersive art experiences. It's free to the public. There's going to be music, performances. I encourage anybody uh, who can to come by. It's definitely a unique, wonderful, joyful experience. Well, that is amazing. Well, certainly help let people know about this this project. Um, We just have a few seconds left. 
Alyssa, any you know favorite moment that you remember from your experience working with young people on murals? Anything that pops into your mind? I, you know, the work is so intense and extreme that it actually <laughs> generates a lot of magic moments. Uh-huh. Um, so it's hard to pick, but they uh-huh. would definitely be around the community of people I've gotten to know. Um, just incredible people. Um, and also one thing on our first mural, which was one of Wellbuilt's walls, uh, one of the two kids who was a high schooler at the time, she made a leap past her fear. Uh, and, I'm sorry, it was the other one. He made a leap past <laughs> his fear and um, painted freehand on our wow. mural, and it just came out fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so that was a, a great uplifting moment for all of us. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Sorry we didn't have too much time, but we now are looking forward to the event September 24th in Mill River Park, and we'll definitely be there. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, David. Sure. Um, We'll be back after this short break.
If you're just joining us, this is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County and our August 2023 edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture, a monthly interview show on WPKN 89.5 FM. Our program today, Rise Up for Arts and Public Art Murals in Connecticut, examines the work of this cultural nonprofit based in Hartford and working collaboratively around the state to organize public art murals that make a difference to communities large and small. Our guests are Matt Conway, Executive Director of Rise Up for Arts, and several partners in our region. These include in Stamford, Mitchell Kidd, Managing Partner of The Well-Built Company, art and artist Alyssa Siegel. In Norwalk, Mark Allen with the Norwalk Arts and Culture Commission and artist Lauren Clayton. And in Bridgeport, artist John Paul O'Grodnick. So let's now turn to Norwalk and welcome Mark Allen, a member and former chair of the Norwalk Arts and Culture Commission. Thank you, David. I appreciate being here. Oh, thank you for joining us. So public art has, I know, been a long time essential element of the work that the Arts Commission has done. Can you briefly outline what that encompasses, what it has encompassed over the years? Why, well, sure. Uh, well, I wanted to say that muralism uh, in Norwalk, I really consider we're at the beginning stages. Although we've been, uh, been a number of historic murals in Norwalk for some time, um, as a movement, I think it's really just kind of coming into its own. Uh-huh. And uh, I couldn't be happy about this. One of the um, one of the benefits of my work outside of the arts and uh, music is I tour the world as a sound engineer. And I would find myself in these cities just blown away by the public art um, on an epic scale. Uh, and I would find myself drawn to areas like San Francisco, uh, it's kind of like the barrio. Um, so, Mark, we're having trouble hearing you. I don't know whether you can move your position, but you're breaking up. So sorry about that. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like in Santurce, Puerto Rico, and San Juan, um, incredible artwork in what was had been devastated, an area devastated by, by the hurricanes. And here I was walking around this area just mesmerized. Hmm. And realizing that the power of public art to revitalize areas um, and to for the healing and uh, a draw of cultural tourism, there's so many benefits hmm. to it. And here and I'm, I'm kind of living proof of the power to draw this uh, people to the area for the for the art, because here I am wandering around the barrier, <laughs> right. uh, wandering so- around Tel Aviv at three in the morning, looking at artwork and thinking, I would love to see artwork like this in my home city. So tell us a little and, bit about some of the work that you have commissioned or are about to commission. Okay, well, uh, we were successful in, uh, in we, we got involved with uh, the MLK uh, project. Um, this was um, to improve the livelihood of the MLK corridors. This was happening throughout a number of different cities. And we were fortunate to be able to um, get some ARPA funding, and ah. uh, some of this went into public art. And um, uh, we hired uh, the Arts Commission of Norwalk. We hired Julio Pardo as our as our curator, who did a wonderful job. Um, he did a 
extensive search of artists, and we vetted a whole, uh, a whole mass of different artists. And ultimately, Lauren Clayton was the winner of the commission, and uh, she did a wonderful job. She she did two pieces. Um, uh, she did two pieces. One on a staircase in, in Norwalk, in uh, in the MLK corridor. It's, it's quite beautiful. I hope everybody has a chance to see it. And tell us a little bit about what what is the MLK corridor. Well, uh, in Norwalk, uh, it's it's a part of South Norwalk, um, but uh, in various cities throughout America, you know, you you have Martin Luther King Boulevards are in um, neighborhoods that are have become over time historically underserved communities. Ah, okay. Um, and so there was a like a, a, a movement to revitalize these areas because these are areas with uh, a lot of people of color, a lot of people of of uh, uh, people who'd been living there a long time, and and just to highlight these areas and celebrate the culture and the diversity and really try to bring equity to the um, to, to the overall area. That's that's terrific, and. Um so beyond these two um, items that uh, Lauren Clayton, who we'll be talking to in a second, have done, um, what's um, what what else is planned? Anything in the arts? Well, well. So right now, uh, I wouldn't say we're on a hiatus, but we are we are in a transition here in Norwalk. From the Norwalk Arts Commission has mm-hmm. officially ended, and now we have formed the Norwalk Arts and Culture Commission. Mm-hmm. Part of this is uh, leading us to hopefully establishing a cultural district in mm-hmm. Norwalk, which we've been pushing for for a long time. Mm. Uh, and in this area, we have two locations uh, that are set up now for murals. Um, we are in the middle of waiting for clearance from uh, DOT and, and some various things to, that need to come together. Uh, but the funding is there. The artists are chosen. Um, oh. And the, the one pro- one location is in the underpass, kind of opposite Matthew, uh, Lockwood Matthews Mansion. Mm-hmm. And um, the other is in the adjacent, uh, the ops around the corner over there from Veterans Park. Uh, not Veterans Park. Um, Heritage Park. Um, it's the, the entire uh, wall that connects the two over- underpasses of 95 and the, uh, the 7 connector. Great. Uh, where where the vines had been formerly uh, mm-hmm. located. Yeah, that's that terrific. entire wall is going to become one continuous mural. Well, and well, we also, hope that both projects will get done over the next year. That's great news to, uh, to hear, Mark. Thank you. Uh, we're also lucky to have with us today on the phone the artist selected for that two-part initial MLK project. Lauren Clayton. Welcome, Lauren. Hello. How are you guys doing? <laughs> we're great. Um, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, so you're a, you're a graphic artist, but like Alyssa, you've also done a lot of mural painting. Can you tell us a little bit about um, that, how you really got into it in the, in the beginning and what attracts you to public mural art? Yes, absolutely. Well, um, yeah, I've, um, this year marks 20 years in business. Um, I've been running a essentially a single-person uh, design and art studio here in Stanford, Connecticut for the last 20 years. Uh, and graphic design is, is the root of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, transitionally, over the last few years, I've just found myself working much more with nonprofit organizations because I find myself needing that 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 purpose, you know, uh-huh. working long hours and, and doing really <laughs> interesting ideas. I yeah. think, you know, like better to partner with nonprofits whose missions I can align to. Um, and 
you know, much like so many of us, you know, you know, in the last couple of years, a lot of things happened, a lot of transition happened, and I really was looking forward to getting out behind the computer from designing, you know, <laughs> design work and web design and really sort of getting out there out of the studio. And um, I, I've done a couple of um, smaller mural projects for clients and friends, but uh, honestly, the, 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 the biggest one that I did that was an initial catalyst was actually a BLM um, mural in downtown Stanford. Right. Um, I was there. For, I, yeah, uh, it was a fantastic yeah. event. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you can attest that, you know, the, the energy that day was so palpable, yeah. you know, it was, it was electric, you know, and, um, working on my hands and knees, it's like my body <laughs> was sore for like three days, but, um, <laughs> it was so invigorating. And that was sort of like a catalyst for my interest in, in working in public arts and, and, and really having conversations with people in real time on the street, in the neighborhood, um, while painting. So, yeah. And how did you meet up with Rise Up? Yeah, so this is a lovely, like, you know, sort of creative connection. But um, I, we, I have a, a, a mutual connection through the Mad Lab in Norwalk. And uh, uh, Wilson uh, Beltran, who, who worked with uh, the Mad Lab, connected me with Matt and uh, subsequently uh, connected me with Alyssa. And in that capacity, we just started to work together. That's great. For graphic design. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I I, um, I helped uh, Alyssa and um, Bridget and... Uh, Angie create a mural, I'm sorry, a logo design for Stanford murals. Um, and that was just a really fun creative project. And that blossomed into marketing decks for, for the MLK uh, 39 and to web design and to a bunch of different sort of design That's projects. Um, and thankfully has transitioned also into mural projects. So we just have a minute left, but um, congratulations on winning the MLK commission. Can you tell us briefly about the paintings, the theme and how you went about the project? Yeah, absolutely. So that was also a really great project. I had a pleasure of working with um, with Julio um, Pardo and Rise Up actually did all of the insurance, which was a really big element of that mm-hmm. project as well. Um, those pieces are in you know people's neighborhood, so I really wanted to concentrate on you know of course depicting you know uh, Martin Luther King, but not necessarily his likeness, and maybe demonstrate more of his impact. So the the first mural that I did was at the pumping station at four. 92 MLK Drive. Uh, that one is depicting my vision for what uh, MLK thought of as a promised land. Um, so those ideas of empathy and respect and love and kindness. Um, and that was recently, I think in the last year, it was lit so that you mm. can enjoy it at night and during the day. Uh, and then the staircase. The staircase is, um, is, is also sort of at the other end. And that one reads, uh, faith is taking the first steps even when you don't see the whole staircase. Uh, that's a quote by uh, Martin Luther King, and it, it looks, you know, right into a community that wakes up and probably looks out of their window every right. day at it. Right. So I thought it was something, uh, words of encouragement. So just sometimes you just got to take the first step. Hope and inspiration again. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. Sorry we couldn't spend yeah, more time with you. you. Um, and no, c- congratulations you. again on the, on the commission. Thank you. So let's turn now to Bridgeport, our largest city and home to WPKN. And here there's been a recently a huge upsurge in public murals with commissions from the city, competitions organized by the downtown Bridgeport Special Services District, working with the city under the title of Color It In. 
Uh, and I have to say, there's a wonderful webpage showing the murals and video interviews with some of the artists, such as Aisha Naylor, Jermaine West, Razul Branch, Rick Schaefer, Octavio Logo, and more on the DSSD website. So go to infobridgeport.com, infobridgeport.com slash color it in mural, color uh, hyphen it hyphen in hyphen mural. And you'll, you'll see what's going on in, in Bridgeport. So key to much of this work is John Paul Ogrodnik, a nationally known artist, born in Bridgeport, working in New York City for a while, and now based in Milford. So J- JPO is a prolific muralist himself and is now making a name for himself, curating and generally helping out with murals around Bridgeport. So welcome, JP. Thanks for joining us. Hey, David. Thanks um, for having me on. Absolutely. Um, so first, tell us a little about your own career as a muralist and what of your own work we can see in our own area. Yeah, so I started my professional art career actually uh, in New York, but I was still living in Connecticut at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was about 10 years ago. And I, you know, I, I climbed through the rankings from group <laughs> shows to solo shows and then, you know, getting hit up by brands to partner and do murals or collaborations on their product. And uh, then I moved back to Connecticut about six or seven years ago, settled in Milford Hmm. and, you know, just started getting used to the art world here in Connecticut. And I partnered with um, Milford Arts Council for a while with Paige and Lori. And uh, we worked on a couple murals here so I have stuff here in Milford, Stratford, Bridgeport, New Haven, uh, just to name a few. And yeah. So what's happening in Bridgeport? It's like there's been an explosion of work just recently. Yeah. Uh, so I started with uh, the Knowlton, uh, 305 Knowlton Street in Bridgeport back right. in 2020. Let's say a little the, bit. Of, let's say a little bit about Knowlton. Knowlton is one of what five artist spaces in Bridgeport, um, yeah. and recently under new management. And one of the first things they did, I think, was this Bridgeport Walls um, project. Can you yeah. tell us more about that? Yeah. So the owner, uh, the new owner, brought me on uh, as a curator and project manager to uh, help get some artwork up on the wall. So it was. It was right before COVID hit that we started the conversation. COVID hit, and we were like, what are we supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) Like everybody at that time. So we're into 2020, and we're like, well, let's try to do something and bring some hope to the the neighborhood and the surrounding areas. So the first mural that we did was actually with an artist, Jason Naylor. He did the big hope mural there. Right. And it brought a lot of attention, even from the first one. Then... Mm. You know, uh, I called in some favors uh, with some New York artists to bring in because I still didn't know too many uh, local and Connecticut artists at the time. Mm-hmm. Now I know a lot more, obviously. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. But um, we were working with what we had, uh, but we brought some pretty like living legends to the area. Crash One, Bio from Pat's Crew, oh. uh, Craig, Craig Anthony Miller, mm-hmm. Joey Ayurado. Um so we brought a lot of great artwork to the Knowlton, um, and then from there, the city of Bridgeport took notice uh, of what we were doing, you know, brought me in, 
to what they are doing now, color it in. We're in our second year. Um, and, yeah, we're just trying to do as much murals and other installations uh, in and around downtown to start with. Yeah. And, you know, the plan, obviously, is to grow outward from there. Hmm. And your role uh, with Color It In is uh, generally a go- the go-to guy <laughs> if there are any <laughs> issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, our team, it's me, Jonathan, that, that works with OPED, yes. and Lauren with DSSD. We are uh, doing great things. We work very well together, uh, and we're able to move these projects extremely quickly i mean i think last year they had about seven uh projects that went into uh you know took shape and then this year i think the new projects were hitting around 14 with more calls scheduled to go out either this week or next week so other artists keep your eyes open for that good and we'll do our best right along we'll do our best to get the word out um, to local artists ab- about that. Um, so um, there's been a lot of talk about Bridgeport. I know with um, Chris Dam, I'm sure you've come across Chris, about mm-hmm. both getting Bridgeport art out into an international field and bringing you know, international work here. Bridgeport really seems to be on, on the move. Just wondering just your own a take on Bridgeport, given your experience in New York and, and other cities? Uh, Bridgeport is definitely on the rise. I mean, uh, my goal is to get it to be the spot, you know, <laughs> not taking anything away from Stanford, Norwalk, or any other place right. in Fairfield County, but this is my hometown, and I want <laughs> to make a very big splash. Uh, you know, we got some great talent to add to the already fantastic lineup of artists that we have already painting in Bridgeport. But, uh, you know, we want it to be, we, what we want is to have New Yorkers get on the train and come to us, <laughs> right. you know, to see artwork instead of the other way around. And that's right. the goal. Uh, we just have a couple minutes left. And I just wondered whether, Matt, you had any, um, anything to add about your presence in Bridgeport? Um, yeah, we're actually uh, really excited about a, a project that John actually passed over to us to, oh, to help organize. Uh-huh. Um, it's with uh, Southern Connecticut Gas uh, on Pine Street. Um, so there's a really huge, blighted <laughs> old building there. Uh-huh. Um, and so we're, uh, we're partnering with four local artists um, here in Bridgeport. Uh, and the community to uh, make this massive mural um, on the side of this building that's facing the highway. So should be really cool. Um, when is that starting? Should be starting in September. Oh, wow. I actually have a meeting yeah. tomorrow for uh, design review for um, the uh, the initial sketches for the mural. So really mm-hmm. excited about that one coming up. And you have a school here at the Nest Arts? Yeah, so a studio at studio, the Nest where yeah. we host workshops, classes, uh, and, and really hope to use that as a space to, to grow the artist community. Um, we use a, a mural technique called Polytab, which we host, hope to host some workshops um, at the our studio as well. Oh, good. Yeah. How do people find out about that? Yeah, so you can go to our, our website, theriseupgroup.org, and get directed to the studio, or thestudioct.org also gets you to our studio website. 
That's great. Yeah. So Bridgeport is becoming like Stanford, another major outlet. Yeah. For you, you got it. Contact. Yep. For you. And our, our whole thing is, you know, we, we find power in numbers and working together, you know, collaboratively, right. like right. you said. So the more artists we can bring together in, into one ecosystem, one organism, I think gives us a lot more power in numbers. So that's a call out to all artists. So <laughs> check out um, the, the riseupgroup.org and uh, connect with the Bridgeport studio. Well, thank you to all who appeared on the show today. We'll look out for your work on the walls of Fairfield County. <coughs> this is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County. And this was the August 2023 edition of Spotlight on Arts and Culture, a monthly interview show on WPKN 89.5 FM. Rise up for arts and public art murals in Connecticut. Examine the work of this cultural nonprofit that organizes public art murals around the state. Our guests were Matt Conway, Executive Director of Rise Up for Arts, and in Stanford, Mitchell Kidd, Managing Partner of the Well-Built Company and artist Alyssa Siegel. In Norwalk, Mark Allen with the Norwalk Arts and Culture Commission and artist Lauren Clayton, and in Bridgeport, artist John Paula Grodnick. You can hear the show again on WPKN Podcasts on SoundCloud. I'm David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County. Support for WPKN comes from the Marial Center, a performance space and community center for the arts in New Milford, Connecticut, located in Litchfield Hills. On Saturday, August 19th, Marial presents singer-songwriter Ellis Paul. Paul is noted for his musical storytelling and folk sensibility. More information and tickets at MarialCenter.org. Cult icon, enigma, recluse, the life of Sid Barrett, founding member of Pink Floyd, is full of unanswered questions. Was he a drug casualty of the 60s? Why did he walk away from the music world? Did he suffer from an undiagnosed mental illness? This new feature-length documentary film called Have You Got It Yet? The story of Sid Barrett and Pink Floyd will be shown at the Fairfield Theatre Company on stage one. The film features new interviews with Sid's friends, lovers, family, and bandmates Roger Waters, David Gilmore, and Nick Mason. The film will have a double showing on Wednesday, August 16th, as well as Thursday, August 24th. WPKN is a media partner for this event. Tickets and more info at fairfieldtheater.org. Do you know that some of WPKN's largest donations have come through bequests? What better way to know you've given the enduring gift of music and enlightenment to fellow listeners around the world? Planned giving is a way to fulfill your philanthropic wishes in coordination with your financial and estate planning. Whether you remember WPKN and your will or retirement plan, establish a gift that also provides income to you, or give appreciated stock, we're happy to assist you in that planning process. If you're interested in a legacy donation, please contact development at wpkn.org. And thank you. This is FC Buzz on WPKN Radio. A brief look at what's happening around Fairfield County. This is David Green with the Cultural Alliance of Fairfield County and our weekly selection from FC Buzz events. 
the best guide to arts and culture in coastal Fairfield County. Find it at culturalalliancefc.org. Starting Tuesday, 9.45 to 11.45 a.m., for students ages 13 to 18, join the Norwalk Art Space for six sessions of the Summer Youth Connection with Ukraine. In this free series of classes, students will have the opportunity to share their culture and personal stories through art making with Ukrainian teens attending Raditi, a space for children to get happy, a summer camp and art school for in Ukraine. Raditi space provides a haven for children traumatized by the ongoing war. American and Ukrainian students will exchange art and ideas through live video conversations between the two programs to create friendships across continents. This class, facilitated by Creative Connections, will be taught by the Norwalk Art Space Educational Director, Darcy Hicks. Tuesday, 12 noon, the Norwalk Public Library presents Anthology 101, How to Become a Published Author Without All the Hassles with Alia Zobel Nolan. With an anthology, writers are able to say that they are published, and being an anthology contributor is just one more feather in your cap. Still, there's more to the process than meets the eye. Find out what you need to know before you submit. Learn about contributor benefits and pitfalls, and hear tips for increasing your chances of being chosen. For details on these and hundreds more events, check FC Buzz Events at culturalalliancefc.org. This was FC Buzz on WPKN Radio. Hello, this is Monty Alexander. If you love jazz, reggae, and all the great music under the sun, you have your radio in the right place. 89.5 FM, WPKN, Bridgeport. <laughs>